Good morning, faithful listener. You are listening to the Bible Explained podcast, where the Bible gets explained. So grab your cup of coffee and stay tuned as we read through the book of Numbers. Well, hi there. Hello, faithful listener. Thank you for tuning in to the Bible Explained podcast this beautiful Friday morning. The weather has just been so fantastic by me. But thanks for taking some time to tune into this episode and share a cup of coffee with me as we discuss the scriptures together. And Numbers 18 is what we're going to be finishing out today. And this portion of scripture poses the question, do you tithe your tithes? We will find out in just a minute. So let's go ahead and read Numbers chapter 18, verses 21 through 32. Please feel free to read out of the version you prefer to read out of. Grab that cup of coffee and let's jump in. To the children of Levi, behold, I have given all the tithe in Israel for an inheritance in return for their service, which they serve, even the service of the tent of meeting. Henceforth, the children of Israel shall not come near to the tent of meeting, lest they bear their sin and die. But the Levites shall do the service of the tent of meeting, and they shall bear their iniquity. It shall be a statute forever throughout your generations. Among the children of Israel, they shall have no inheritance. For the tithe of the children of Israel, which they offer as a wave offering to Yahweh, I have given to the Levites for an inheritance. Therefore I said to them, Among the children of Israel, they shall have no inheritance." Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Moreover, you shall speak to the Levites and tell them, When you take of the children of Israel the tithe which I have given you from them for your inheritance, then you shall offer up a wave offering of it for Yahweh, a tithe of a tithe. Your wave offering shall be credited to you, as though it were the grain of the threshing floor, and as the fullness of the wine press. Thus you shall offer a wave offering to Yahweh of all your tithes, which you receive of the children of Israel. And of it you shall give Yahweh's wave offering to Aaron the priest. Out of all of your gifts, you shall offer a wave offering to Yahweh, all of its best parts, even the holy part of it. Therefore you shall tell them, when you heave its best from it, then it shall be credited to the Levites as the increase of the threshing floor and as the increase of the wine press. You may eat it anywhere, you and your households, for it is your reward in return for the service in the tent of meeting. You shall bear no sin by reason of it. When you have heaved from its best, you shall not profane the holy things of the children of Israel, that you not die. So God is being really generous here, actually. This is talking all about the Levite tribe. So we were talking totally about Aaron and the sons, in other words, the priests, in the last uh, couple episodes we did from Monday and Wednesday. And now we're talking about the Levite tribe. And if you've been following along with this podcast, you're going to understand a lot about the Levites now. They were the temple keepers. They were the ones that made sure the temple uh, was organized and that it basically traveled from one location to the next. They would probably fix something in the tabernacle if something was, you know, needed fixed or whatever. But of course, they weren't allowed to go in to the tabernacle. It was as if they were doing this job from a distance. And so they would take care of the temple stuff without actually touching the temple stuff. The only people that could touch the things of the temple were the priests. So the priests would then tell the Levites what needed done, and then the Levites would go and do it. Then they would give 
the the things back to the priest and then the priest would set everything up. So the priests were the only people allowed to touch the furniture inside the tent of meeting. That was it. But the Levites did a lot of the work for the tent of meeting. And there was a lot of work that needed to be done to make sure that things stayed holy, that the the tent was properly being transported from one location to the next. And even things like the showbread would need to be baked. So a lot of times the Levites would probably do stuff like that. They would also probably make the incense and the perfume for inside the tent of meeting. So yes, there was a lot of things that needed done for the upkeep of the tent of meeting, which is where God resided. His presence literally lived inside of the tent of meeting. And the reason it lived inside of there was because God's presence is so awesome, like literally awesome, that people like die in his presence. And I've described God's presence as being like the sun before. And I can't say that I made that up. That is totally from the Bible Project. If you guys listen to the Bible Project, they also describe God as being the sun. So the sun, you know, is hot. It gives us heat. It's good for us. It gives us vitamin D. It warms our planet. But the closer you get to the sun, you start to burn up. Like we can't get that much more closer to the sun without burning up. So God is like the sun. We love his presence. We need his presence. His presence is good for us, but it's also dangerous because we are so beneath God that we can't handle his presence well at all. So God is similar to the sun. And so his presence would have to live inside the tent of meeting and only the priests could go in. The priests were supposed to be the most set apart people, the most holy people inside all of the congregation of Israel. Then the Levites were supposed to be after the priests. But even the Levites, even though they were set apart, they still couldn't go near the tent of meeting at all. But they had a very important role of making sure that God's presence was comfortable inside of his home. So God often gives us these tasks because he knows that people need these tasks, first and foremost. And secondly, this these tasks were so important because God's presence while inside the tent of meeting would bless the children of Israel. And not only that, he would forgive the children of Israel. All of this had to do with the forgiveness of the children of Israel and not just them, but the entire world. As the children of Israel continued to grow and the Israelite nation continued to grow, they would start blessing the nations that were nearby them because the nations nearby them would be like, huh, why are the Israelites doing so well? Like, why is why are their crops growing so good? And why is there no death? And why is there so much, you know, poverty here with us? Like, why are we in poverty and they're super rich? So then they would see the physical blessings that God gives the Israelite people and they would want that they would want the holiness of Israel for themselves. That was the point of all of this, to bless the nations. God was going to first bless the Israelites. He chose them as the people to bless the other nations. That was what all of this was. So the Levites had such an important role of upkeeping this temple, this area of forgiveness that the people would come to to be forgiven 
and not have to die in their sins. So these Levites now, God is being so generous with them because he could just tell the Levites like, okay, Levites, you're going to do this. You're going to do it well. You're not going to get anything and I'm going to be your taskmaster. But of course, God doesn't do that because we see throughout all of Numbers and Exodus and Leviticus, God gives his people a lot of days off. Actually, we talked about Leviticus at the end of it. God gave the holidays for the year. There was a lot of holidays <laughs> and a lot of days off too. Not only were they supposed to take off a day, like literally required to take off a Sabbath day for them, like it was all for them to have a, a day of rest. But not only that, they had holidays where they were also supposed to not work. So God was not a taskmaster, though he wanted things to be done right. I mean, what person, what parent wants their kid, if they ask their kid to do a chore, to do it the, the a cruddy way? I remember when I worked at the, the school, <laughs> I was one of the house parents. I did not like that job at all. But I was supposed to watch the kids to make sure that they were doing their chores correctly. They never did their chores correctly. And I, ugh, it drove me up a wall. And I'd be like, do it the right way this time. Like, why? It's not so hard to sweep a floor. Get your broom and do it. Of course, we want people to do things the right way. Any employer is going to ask his employees and require his employees to do things the right way. And when those things are not done the right way, he's going to end up firing them. And God is the same way. He's not going to just let his people be lackadaisical. If the Levites were going to do this role, they're going to do it the right way. If the priests are going to do their role, they better do it the right way or someone might might die because of God's presence. And this is what God is communicating here to the Levites clan. Just do it the right way. But you're going to be blessed when you do it the right way. So God, like I said, not a taskmaster, gives days off. He gives his people rest. But he does expect things to be done the right way. But not only does he give his people rest, he's actually giving the Levites something really fantastic here. He's giving them the tithe of all the tribes of Israel. So out of two million people that needed to tithe their things, bring it to the temple, because we talked about the tithe. That was the very last chapter of Leviticus. And I actually did that episode with my mom, if you want to go back and listen to that one. That one was talking about what the people needed to tithe. So it was supposed to be a tenth of what the people had. And of course, everything is from God. So God makes it clear that he wants his people to tithe. So the people were supposed to tithe their sheep. So let's just say a person has 10 sheep. They're supposed to count every tenth one. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That tenth sheep would go to God. It didn't matter if that sheep was not the best. And it also didn't matter if that sheep was the best one. Whatever that tenth sheep was, was what God would get. But God's like, I don't need these tithes. I'm going to give them to the Levites because of the service that they are doing in the tent of meeting. So God is rewarding and paying the Levites for what they're doing. So a tenth of everything from all the tribes of Israel would go to the Levites. Now, all the Levites had to do when they received this bounty, because that's what this was. This was bounty. Because if people had a lot of sheep, which I'm sure they did because it was the children of Israel, they were very blessed from going from Egypt into the wilderness. 
when they eventually gave their tithes to God and then they went to the Levites, that would be a very bountiful thing that the Levites received. So the Levites, God is clear here, they're not going to get any part of the promised land. Even though the other tribes will, the other tribes will get a section of land to live in. The Levites will not. The Levites were supposed to spread out among the 12 tribes. And then the Levites, what their inheritance was, was these tithes. But not just the tithes, also God. God was the Levites' inheritance. And of course, what a better inheritance you could get. I mean, that's the best inheritance you can literally get. I mean, what do we talk about yesterday? We literally talked about the prodigal son, how he went home to his father because his father had the best resources. He knew he needed his father. He wanted his father's house. That was his inheritance. That's this prodigal son that decided he needed to go back home. So of course, that's the best inheritance that you can receive. And that's what the Levites and the priests would get was God as their inheritance. But God says, I'm also going to give you the tithes. But when you receive the tithes, you have to tithe of the tithes. <laughs> so the Levites would receive the tithes for themselves, but they would also have to do the same thing. And when they brought their tithes to the temple, they would go to the priests. So whatever the Levites had, a tenth of what the Levites receive, would receive would go to the tent of meeting and then the priests would receive it. So the priests got a lot. Not only did they get parts of the uh, burnt offerings and the peace offerings and whatever else the children of Israel would bring as an offering, they would get a tenth of the tithes from the Levites as well. So they got a lot. The priests were well off. But that was because the priests needed to be taken care of. Their families needed to be taken care of so that they could do the best work possible in the tent of meeting. So God gave the priests what they needed for such an incredible role that they had, such a burden that they had. God was giving them a little bit more than the rest of the people because they had such a burden of taking care of all of the people. And same with the Levites. The Levites also had a burden because that's what it says here. It says, the Levites shall not come near to the tent of meeting lest they bear their sin and die. But it also says, but the Levites shall do the service of the tent of meeting. They shall bear their iniquity. So yeah, iniquity, it's, it's a burden. It's like shackles that the Levites would have to do this job. It's a wonderful job. It's a job filled with blessings, clearly, but it's still a very hard job that the Levites would have to do. So God is blessing the Levites, even though they would not receive inheritance in the promised land, he's blessing them and giving them their own inheritance. So the thing is, you and I don't have to tithe our tithes. <laughs> but in the Old Testament, here in Numbers, it talks about the Levites receiving the tithes and having to tithe part of those tithes. And that is what this entire thing here is talking about in a nutshell. Well, this is an interesting little history lesson for you guys. I was fascinated by this. I didn't actually know that the Levites received the tithes that we talked about in Leviticus. So this was something I didn't know. 
and had a fun time learning and talking to you guys about it. But friends, please go over to the YouTube channel because I am still working on uploading all the old episodes. I'm getting a little bit closer to being halfway done. <laughs> I'm almost in the book of Mark with uploading everything. So I'm excited about that. So go over to the YouTube channel and please subscribe because I'm not gonna just be uploading old videos of the podcast episode. I have a plan, I promise you I do, to start doing new content, new videos that will only be available on YouTube. So please go over to the YouTube channel and subscribe because that will help more people find the podcast on YouTube actually. And as always, I'm gonna link the YouTube channel in the description of this podcast episode. So go and look at the description, click on the link and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Friends and favorite listeners, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Happy listening and God bless. Ooh.